0: division Lord I bind that spirit of division in the name of Jesus Lord God and I speak unity Lord I speak oneness I speak wholeness. I speak completeness, Almighty God. You say we are complete in you, Father God. Lord, nothing missing, nothing broken this morning, Almighty God. I decree and declare this morning miracles, Lord God. Miracles, Lord God. Lord God, in the name of you, because you are a miracle worker, Almighty God. I thank you for it, Lord God. Lord, you say that we delight ourselves in you you would give us the desires of our heart God Lord God we bring you in remembrance of your word for you said you're not a man that you should lie or the son of God you should repent almighty God Lord I thank you for it Lord you said God who quickens the dead and call those things that be not as though they already were Lord I speak the word all is well in the house of God Lord all is well in your home Lord all is well with your children all is well in your marriage all is well on your job all is well this morning in the name of Jesus amen
1: that's a good word right there all is well if you believe that all is well stand on and give God praise. Hallelujah, Jesus. All is well, all is well, all is well, all is well. Just say, all is well. Look at somebody and say, all is well. If you're tuning in, all is well, all is well. Now give God some praise right there. We thank you for joining in with us this morning. We serve a great God. We call him Jehovah. That's why we know that all is well. Because he's the supreme ruler. The one true God. And I need you to give God some praise right there.
2: Go ahead and click the light button and the shepherd. Tuning in
1: with us. Clap your hands like this. Yeah. Yeah. We say, you are God and you're in control. You see that how. You are Lord of all, the great I am, sovereign ruler, lion of Judah. You are God, and you're in control. That's why we know all is well. Change change. when we call call. on that name, name. pray, Jehovah. Things will change if you believe it. Say it when we call.
3: greater. Can y'all say that? There's nobody greater than our God. Good morning Saints and good morning to all of you who are watching by way of internet. Just wanted to quickly make an announcement to you. On October the 31st we will be having our Oktoberfest again. Last year it was prevented because of COVID so y'all give that a hand clap. We're going to add a twist to it. We are going to add trunk of treat. October the 31st, beginning at 5 o'clock p.m. to 8 p.m. We're asking all of you to participate by way of decorating your trunk of your vehicle, be it a truck or be it a car. And we want you to decorate it in such a way that it will reflect the glory of God so which means that we ask that you not uh, decorate with goblins and witches and things of that such but do that which will give glory to God because we are the city that sits on a hill that cannot be hid do y'all agree with that We want you all to individually wrap candies for the children. We're still going to have food. We're still going to have the drinks, and we're still going to provide music. We're just asking that along with that, it will be your vehicles. And y'all can have fun doing that. You can do it as a group. You can do it individually, however, which way by department, however way you want to. But just remember. On October the 31st, we will be meeting here to again have our October Fest. Mass will be worn, so you don't have to worry about any of that. Mass will be worn, and we will step out on faith in Jesus' name and have fun. Thank you.
4: Come on in. Come on in. Come on in.
5: To pray for the family of Sister Ophelia Allen and Deacon Curtis Beauregard. We pray that God will comfort and God will strengthen. Please don't forget, you've been told about the October 1st. Please make plan to come out in fellowship. We're grateful to all of you who are graduates. And also we're grateful to those of you who are running for public office. Uh, Brother Johnson Davis, will you please stand? I just want to honor you and thank God for you. It's a sister, Sister Jan. Amen. Uh, She is a candidate for police jury. So please get to know her and and I sure like that hat. So that should get some votes already. Amen. Uh, We appreciate you being here in the house. Uh, Please I want to say thank you to all other guests that are here. We encourage you to feel at home. We have a guest center out there in the lobby. Feel free to stop by. And we have a gift for you. This is our way of saying thank you for being in the house of the Lord. Amen. And let me encourage you to always get involved in politics. Are you listening to me? Uh, the reason why we are behind today is because Christians were dumb enough to leave politics for the, for the people of the world. So, and therefore, they shape your children's education, they shape your, your society, and now you're complaining. So, that is your choice. So, I encourage as many of you members here, the Lord lead you, run, run for office. And if you're not running, find people. I don't know this precious woman. I'm not necessarily campaigning for her. I'm talking to all of you generally. The Christians, you go got to get involved the biggest lie the devil told Christian is that politics are dirty don't get involved That's, and then so he got complete control of your society programs so glad to see this precious sister John get to know her ask her tough questions and if you like what you're hearing then support her and pray for her and encourage her and I have one of my preachers running for elder man and boys amen support her yes I said it. I'm on live stream I've crossed the bridge they can't touch me <laughs> hallelujah I am free you know <laughs> so I don't I don't have to beg nobody God has set me free So, you don't even need to live in the city of Boys. Just bless her. It costs money to run, you know. Give her some money. Say, I'm praying for you. If you don't have money, pray. If you don't have prayer, go there and volunteer. Do something. Let's change what's going on in the society, in the school board, in the police jury, in the city council. Amen The other day I went to The mayor's office I've never been there in 26 years Didn't know where they live Because I don't need to <laughs> Hallelujah, it's good to be blessed And they routed me through the basement uh, There's some underground parking I didn't know they got there and they have a secret elevator. And I say, yes, indeed. And they sent two people to come pick me up. Are you listening to me? You got to get involved. Amen. To whom much is given, much is required. How I get into all that. Well, praise the Lord. Thank you, Miss John. June. Johnson Davis. Amen. Open your Bible to the book of Romans. See, I just met Sister Johnson John
2: June.
5: <laughs> Johnson Davis. Praise the Lord. She probably would talk about me and say, that preacher, Love you, ma'am. The book is Romans chapter 8, verse 37. Very familiar scripture. We just want to study the Word of God for a few minutes, and then we can go home. Romans chapter 8, verse 37. The Bible says, No. In all of these things, we are more than conquerors. And it is through Jesus Christ that loved us. Let's pray. Father, we are grateful for the word of God. Holy Spirit, we welcome you into this place. Glorify yourself in this house. Thank you for all the families that are present. Thank you for our prayers this morning. Thank you for the singing. Thank you for giving us voices to praise your holy name. Thank you for everyone that is present to hear from heaven. Holy Spirit, help our hearing. Help our understanding. Lord, if there be any question in this house today, we know you got the answer. We ask you to have your way in this place. Heal our body. Make a way out of no way. Save our soul from damnation. We thank you for it. Use me for your glory. In Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated. I want to talk with you on the subject titled, More Than Conqueror. That is what God said concerning you, concerning me. If you don't hear anything else out of our worship experience this morning, I pray that you will live here today knowing that you are more than what? Than conqueror. The goal of this message is for you to gain understanding about those terms. It's not enough for you to know you're more than conqueror. You need to understand what that means. Why do I think you need to understand? Because the Bible says in, in Proverbs chapter 4, verse 7, God said, wisdom is the principal thing. And then he commands you and I to get wisdom. Then he said, in all of our getting, we must get understanding. It's not enough for a student to go to school. It is very important that he or she understand what the teacher is teaching. I know in our churches we get upset when folks refuse to shout. But how can I shout when I don't understand what I'm shouting about? How can you expect me to run the aisle? Give God a loud shout and shout until my wig fall off. But I don't understand what we're shouting about. So, understanding is the key. You'll be amazed how many people go to church week after week, but they don't understand the word of God. So, when you see me lifting up my holy hands, if I have understanding, I would not be lifting hands out of my feelings. I will be lifting hands out of what I know. So that is why a church like this becomes very important. It's a world church. We wanted to make sure that everyone understands what does says the Lord. In our text today, in the passage read, right to your hearing, the Bible says, in all these things we are more than conqueror through him that loved us. So to understand that you have to start out by asking the question in all what things? When the Bible say in all these things what things are we talking about? We are talking about Issues of life. We're talking about challenges of life. Crises of life. The battles and warfares of life. So when you hear the Bible saying all these things, those are the things we're talking about. For example, your health. How can you serve God when your health is deteriorating. Another example will be your financial situation. Another example is your family. These things, it's hard to praise God when your money is funny. Sometimes, There are issues of friendship. Sometimes you run into jealousy. You run into backstopping. You run into difficulty getting along with friends. And sometimes you're dealing with betrayers in relationship. In all these things Sometimes you don't have problem in the family, you don't have problem in finance, but there's emptiness in life. You find yourself in a dull moment. You got money, but you're still unhappy. Sometimes the day is sluggish. Sometimes you find yourself being unproductive in the society. Sometimes ain't nothing wrong but you just bored. You don't you wake up, you don't feel like doing anything. In all these things. Sometimes we're dealing with issues like unemployment. Sometimes you got a job but there's frustration on the job. Sometimes you find yourself in the midst of cliques in the job. Sometimes the enemy will raise up, attack. You work so hard to qualify for the job. Eventually you got a job. Now you have to deal with internal snakes within the place of employment. So the Bible says, in all these things. So you have to understand what the Bible is talking about. What things are we talking about? Sometimes you have to deal with sorrow. Sometimes you have to cry. Sometimes you deal with hurts. Sometimes you deal with pain. Sometimes you deal with grief. The Bible says, in all these things. See, I'm just explaining one word. That's why it's important to get understanding. Yeah. Sometimes in life, we deal with failure. Yeah. We deal with disappointment. Yeah. We deal with pressure. Yeah. In all these things, what things, Brother Pastor, we ha- sometimes we have to deal with discrimination. Yeah. Somebody told me, I don't know, we still have discrimination. I said, you may not know. But some of us know. In all these things, we're still dealing with unfairness. We're still dealing with injustice. In all these things, that's what the Bible is talking about. The truth be told, Life is full of fights. You find yourself fighting for your life sometimes. You find yourself fighting for your children sometimes. You find yourself fighting for your family sometimes. You find yourself fighting for your own marriage. In all these things, the Bible says, regardless of what things you're dealing with, Remember that you are more than conqueror. Amen. Open your mouth, shout amen. amen. That word conqueror in Greek means hooper niquil. What does that mean? Because we are American, we speak English. Ladies and gentlemen, it means we are talking about a person who is a winner. We're talking about a person who is a victor. Somebody who is a subduer. He or she wins. He's subdued. He's victorious. We're talking about people who defeat their own enemies. That's what it means to be a conqueror. Look at somebody next to you and tell him or her, I am a conqueror. Say, like you mean it because that's what God called you. In other words, you are a winner. Amen, Amen, somebody. So I don't care who tries to walk on me. I know. If you stick around me long enough, you're going to find out this brother knows he's the winner. With no dime in my pocket, I know I'm a conqueror. So I don't care who is trying to pull me down. I am a conqueror. I don't care who is trying to get on my nerves in my knowing. I am what? A conqueror. In fact, if you read that whole chapter, you'll find the Bible saying, if you know who you are, who then can mess with you? Who in the world can separate you from the love of God? That same chapter, Romans, chapter 8, verse 31 says, Then if God be for you, who can be against you? So tell your neighbor again. Ask him or her the question, can you be against me if God is for me? See, that's the question. Every now and then I just just want people to know who they're messing with. I said, how are you going to be against me when God is for me? Amen. Amen. Come on. Come on with your cutie self. <laughs> what can you do to me if God is for me? You really cannot stop my ministry if God is for me. Am I right about it? You cannot stop the church if God is for us. You cannot even break up my home if God is for me. You cannot make me doubt him if God is for me. You cannot shake me up. You cannot stress me out. You cannot rock my boat. Because I know that God is for me. So when God gets ready to promote you, just think about it. Who can be against you? When God gets ready to bless you, here you are, you're looking around, what they're going to say, what they're going to think. But when God gets ready to bless you, who, who in the world can be against you? Their hands are too short to box with God. Amen, somebody. So, the question must be asked. If God is for you, and if God says you are a conqueror, then... How can you be a conqueror in all these things? See, that's the theological question. Lord, I hear you. I feel you. You're not being fictitious. You're not playing with my mind. But how can I be a conqueror in the midst of all these issues I'm dealing with? How can I be a conqueror and my health is bad? How can I be a conqueror and I'm submitting application for employment and nobody's calling me for interview? How can I be a conqueror when I don't even have enough money to pay my bills? How will you call me a conqueror when I'm stressed out, I'm losing my hair, makeup is not helping me out, and I'm losing my mind over some of these bambinos you gave me? How can I be a conqueror when I have to cry so much time? How can I be a conqueror? How many people in my family had to die how many funerals do I have to attend? And yet you're in all these things. I am a conqueror. Somebody better explain what is going on. Please let me suggest to you there are three categories of people on earth. How many categories? You need to understand where you are. and make proper adjustment. The first category of people are people who are less than conquerors. Some of them may be sitting next to you. Our second category of people are people who are conquerors. They are not less. They are conquerors. And then there's a third category of people who are more than a conqueror. You need to know each of these categories. For those who are less than a conqueror, these are people who fight through life, but they've lost so many battles. Only you can tell who you are this morning. You find yourself fighting and you've lost so many battles. Theologically, you are less than a conqueror. Why? Because these are people who have been defeated for so many times. An example is found in the book of Joshua, chapter 7, beginning from verse 1 through verse 6. You will remember the story of the Israelites. They were fighting until they get to a small town called Ai. And they got their behind kicked. They were defeated. Some of you under the sound of my voice, you know what it is to be defeated. People like that are less than a conqueror. By the way, the reason why Israel was defeated in Hei was because a gentleman by the name Eki, Akan or whatever, he them steal something. God told them go and fight the city, defeat them, and don't take nothing. But Julio. He went there doing his own thing. And then notice what happened. It caused everybody to be defeated. Be careful what you do in your family because what you do can affect all your children. <laughs>
2: those
5: people who fought and lost. Those are people who were less than conqueror. And you know why they were less than conqueror because They relied on their own strength. They relied on their own ability. You'll be amazed how many people, under the sound of my voice this morning, the only reason why you stay defeated is because you are busy fighting on your own. You will be amazed how many Christians dressed up look good on the outside, but they are bleeding. On the inside. Because you are too busy trying to fight on your own. You're using your own ability. You're fighting in the flesh. And you think you're going to win. The book of Jeremiah chapter 17 verse 5 and 6 says, Curse is any man who puts their trust In flesh. In other words, all your so called self effort, self help, you cannot win. You are less than a conqueror because your human ability will take you only so far. The good news is that if you're in that situation right now, You can humble yourself today because you know yourself more than I do. And you can humble yourself and turn that situation over to God. And all of a sudden, God can turn your defeat into victory. Open your mouth, shout amen. It takes humility to know I've been trying to fight this battle on my own. I'm not getting nowhere, so I'm going to humble myself and turn it over to Jesus. The Baptists got this right. I remember growing up as a young star, and we would sing that song, turn it over to Jesus, he can work it out. But we were singing it, but we had no understanding. We were busy trying to fix things on our own. And we get our behind, our ignorant head kicked over and over and over again. Today, in the name of Jesus Christ, for those of you, myself included, there ain't no shame in my game, who have lost many battles. I pray that your victory will begin today. From this day forward, I pray that God will give you victory in every area of your life. Open your mouth, shout amen. Amen. Today in the name of Jesus Christ, I pray that God will turn all your defeat into victory. If that applies to you, give God your loudest amen. Amen. God is in the business (laughs) of turning defeat into victory. Ain't no shame in my game. I've witnessed many defeats in my life. It took me a while. I have many scars to prove it. But I finally get understanding that with God, all things, are possible. Do I have a witness in the house? There is a, ca- a second category of people. I told you the first category are people who are less than a conqueror. But the second category are people who are conquerors. These are people who have fought many battles and won. If you belong into that category, if you can tell, all you need to do is do a little reflection over your life. Every now and then I do that on myself. See, I'm 62 years old now. Sometimes I just find me a little space and then look back over my life. And see some things that has happened. And I see some things that could have happened. And I see how the Lord delivered me in spite of my own sin. Mm -hmm. You are a conqueror because you fought battles, but you didn't fight by yourself. God was fighting with you. You know how we sing the song all day, all night, angels are watching? Every now and then you, you find God fighting with you. Every now and then you can tell you are not in the war zone by yourself. Have you ever found yourself in trouble on the job? And somehow there is some inner peace within you. You just know when it's all over. God is going to work it out. A good example of that is found in the book of 1 Samuel. Chapter 17 beginning from verse 34 through verse 37. David was getting ready to face Goliath. And he testified to all of Israel. He told them, and King Saul, he said, a lion came, I fought him, and I killed him. He said, the bears, they come to attack me. I fight back, and I kill them. Is that so in the same manner this uncircumcised Philistine I will fight him I will whoop his behind. Amen. But notice David's statement include one revelation. If you look at that verse he said the Lord that delivered me from the lions, from the bears. He said that same God would deliver me from this giant. Conquerors are people that they don't fight by themselves. They had God fighting along with them. If you don't get anything else today, freely I receive, freely I give you. Learn to stop fighting on your own. Take the Lord with you. (laughs) Everywhere you go. (laughs) He saved me from a lot of headache. He saved me from a lot of pain. I wish somebody would have taken the time to teach me what I'm teaching you today. Don't go to job to your job without God. Don't go to the hospital without God. Don't go to not even to the dealership to get a new car without God. Take the Lord with you. Everywhere you go. You see, in the book of 1 Samuel chapter 17, verse 37, David told everybody about his testimony. But notice in that verse what King Saul also said to David. King Saul told David, he said, go, and the Lord be with you. He didn't say go by yourself. He said go with God. Ladies and gentlemen, conquerors are those people who have God on their side. Whenever they go anywhere, they make sure they take the Lord with them. But the question must be asked, God did not call you less than conqueror. God did not even call you a man conqueror. God said, in all these issues of life, you and me are more than conqueror. So the problem we have is that God set the bar, but we are so ignorant to match up to it. This is where understanding becomes crucial. Who is more than a conqueror?
2: How
5: do I take my rightful place? I know I'm dealing with a lot of issues. I don't mind letting you know. If you can open my head or open me up and see how many issues I'm confronted with on daily basis. If I throw the keys to you, you would duck. You say, no, 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 sir. You're on your own. So how do I become more than a conqueror? These are people Let me, be, let me be straight with everybody. You see, up to now, most Christians rise to the level of being a conqueror. But the Lord is saying he wants you and me to move to the next level. That's what's going on in this one verse. It's, sometimes you will tell the people, You've been camping around this mountain for too long. It's time for you to move up. There is a level that God has in place for you. It's time for us to get there. We need to move to the level of those who are more than conquerors. Who are these people? These are people who who win battles without fighting? <laughs> Hallelujah. Some of them may be sitting next to you. You can look into their lives and you see things happening without much effort. They are more than conquerors. You all went to the same elementary school. You went to the same high school. And you know, Sister Girl was not that brilliant because you sat down in the same class with her. And yet, you can look at her life, and Sister Girl is flourishing. There are people who are winning without fighting. They are more than conquerors. Ladies and gentlemen, that's the will of God for you and me. These are people who fought in life not because they fought with God Not because they fought on their own. They simply back off. And let God fight their battle. Amen. These people win because God was their fight. Example is found in the book of Exodus. Chapter 14. Verse 13. For the sake of time, I'm going to rush through this. You remember when the Israelites, they were at a place called, I almost call it Red River. (laughs) They were at a place called Red Sea. They just got free. And all of a sudden, they saw in front of them the Red Sea. Behind them, they saw Pharaoh's army. Am I still in the book? Where this There's something else you need to know. Not only is an army coming after them, that was the best army in the world. Not only are they being pursued by the best army in the world, they were slaves for more than 400 years. By the way, in case you don't know, nobody teach their slaves how to fight lest those slaves will turn against you. So for more than 400 years, they don't know how to fight, they have no weapon, they have no equipment, and the best army in the world is coming after them. That's right, sister. But God, Moses told them, he said, stand still. Calm down. I don't know who I'm preaching to this morning. But I hear the Lord saying the same thing to you. He said, calm down. Stand still. And you're going to see the salvation of the Lord. He said, hey, look here. He said, these Egyptians you see today. That's right, preacher. You won't see them no more. When God fights your battle, no devil here can mess with your children. When God fights for, your, for you, no devil can take your job. When God fights your battle, no devil can kill you before your time. When God fights your
2: battle, stand still. Stand still. Watch
5: God do what he does best. He said, be still and know I am God. (laughs) You know, one songwriter put it this way. He said, oh, what peace we all move What needless
2: pain!"
5: would be. I've been there. (laughs) Many times when I'm preaching, it's like I'm just telling my testimony. Just allow myself to be beaten up so bad what peace we haven't what needless pain we bear all because we fail to carry everything that's right choir, everything not some things, everything not few things everything to God in prayer amen somebody Ladies and gentlemen, in Exodus chapter 14, verse 14, that's what Moses told him. He said, you will not have to fight. What you need to do is stand still. I don't know about you. I've witnessed it in my life. Folks will rise up against me, and I will hear this voice of the Holy Spirit. He said, don't even see a word. Don't even respond. you don't need to make comment on the, on the Facebook. You don't even need to respond in Instagram. you don't need to talk back to them. Stand back. I want to encourage all of us here today. You are spinning your energy trying to fight folks on Facebook, trying to talk back on Instagram, trying to go back and forth on Twitter, what you need to learn to do is turn it over to Jesus. Can he work it out? Can he work it out? Do I have a witness in the house? Has God ever worked it out in your life? I know he can. I know he will. I know that, I know that, I know. Today, I decree and declare every enemy that you've seen up to now, you won't see them no more. Open your mouth, shout amen. I believe I'll say that again. (laughs) Maybe I'm preaching to my own self today. I say, every enemy that you've seen up till now, you will not see them no more. Stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. Open your mouth, shout Amen. You'll be dealing with sicknesses and disease. You do your best. They say stop eating sugar, you stop Stop eating salt, you stopped it. Stop eating meat, you I gotta eat something. Stand still. <laughs> If you don't believe me, you get a chance. You read the book of Second Chronicles. You see a little kingdom called Judah. Three big kingdom, they gang up. Have you ever faced a gang up on your job? I raised both of my. Here you are, you're trying to mind your own business. And folks will write you up. (laughs) Hallelujah. The day I go for my retirement, I went to Baton Rouge. You know, one of my preachers here, uh, Miss Cofield, uh, helped me do all the paperwork for my retirement. And I got there and bless God, and they were, I got there late. One of my deacons took, took me there. <laughs> and so they closed at 4 o'clock. So I got there three minutes before 4 o'clock. So I had to call one of the senators. I say, this office needs to stay open today. That was the first thing I had to do. And sure enough, they said, okay, all right, Reverend, we got it. So then I went to the office, coffee, and prepared all the paperwork. I have no, till this day, I don't even know what she wrote there. True story. She's alive. I mean, my life is an open book. So this lady was doing all the typing, doing all the. I just sat there, me and my deacon. I said, let me know when you're done. Then after a while, I saw tears flow in my eyes. And then everybody in the room noticed. My deacon said, Pastor, you all right? The lady that was doing all the work, she looked at me. By the way, Kofi also talked to her. She going to check coffee. Coffee told her my pastor is running late you are going to stay open today <laughs> favor and fair if the senator don't help me I'm going to the governor somebody is going to attend to Kunte that day <laughs> I see people see the glory they don't know my story You need to have connections. It's not what you know alone. It's who you know. Bless God, they were asking me, why are you crying? I say, all of a sudden, I have a flashback. How did I make it all these years? Working with witches, <laughs> warlords, <laughs> people that will smile in your face. Right. I am more than a conqueror. You have to learn to turn things over to God, let Him fight your battle. Jehoshaphat went to God. He said, these people have ganged up on us. We are no match. What are we going to do now? God said, son, I'll tell you what you need to do. Stand back. Stand still. He said, you got any choir in your church? Oh, yes, we got choir. We got sanctuary choir. We got youth choir. We got men's choir. We got worship team. And we got some wannabe choir. So we're ready for this. God said, put them in to work. Tell the choir, start singing. Lord, I'm playing with you. These are people trying to choke our neck. He said, Calm down. (laughs) And the choir, just like you witnessed this morning, the choir began to sing. The choir began to sing. I saw that sister that was singing earlier today. And bless God, she got something around her waist like this. You all don't know I be paying attention. And she, she got happy. In my spirit, I said, hey, God's going to show up today. God's going to show out today. He said, tell the choir to sing. And before it was all over, these people, they never have to fight. The enemies turn against each other. Have you ever found people that try to, to mess with you? They start destroying themselves. Before they gang up to destroy you. Now they turn on each other. Oh, I wish I had time to testify. One lady came to me one time and said, Pastor, I need your help. I said, yes, ma'am. What do we need? She said, I got four kids. I said, I hear you, ma'am. She said, my husband then walk out on us. And now she's with another woman. And then she said, what hurts me the most, this woman is ugly. I said, I feel you sister girl. <laughs> then she said, you see my, my wife's trying to say, cut it short. Let me try this section of this. <laughs> so Sister said, it hurts so bad. He said, I beg him not to leave us. He said, I did everything a woman can do to keep a man. I said, don't tell me that part. Just skip that paragraph. I said, what can I do for you? She said, I just want my husband back. I said, that's all? I said, sister, I said, I will show you three scriptures. And I said, when it's all over, your husband will come begging. She told me, Pastor, I don't want him to beg. I just want him to come home. I said, no, 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 no. You came to me. You told me what you... (laughs) And showing enough, we prayed. And honestly, I forgot all about her. Until one day she came back to me. She said, Pastor, do you remember me? I said, Please forgive me. I met a lot of people. And sometimes I can't remember everybody. Charge it to my head, not my heart. And she told me her story. And she said, it happens that after we pray, she said, I know this your prayer. I said, what about it? She said, you pray that God will cause a fight among my husband and the intruder. She said, she didn't know. Whether to say amen to that or not. But she said she went along reluctantly. And that's exactly what happened. The husband and the new woman, they were fighting. And the woman told him, he said, you must be the dumbest black man I ever met in my life. You left a woman that is pretty. You left a woman that gives you four children you come to a woman with five kids and none of them are your children. You are the dumbest person. The brother said, ha, you were right. He packed all of his baggages and came home. And he got on his knees. Told his wife, he said, please forgive me if you will take me back, you'll never have any problem out of me. This woman said, just like you said, that he will not only come back, but he will beg me. I explained to her, I said, no, he's not the preachers. I am not a healer. I'm not a miracle worker. I said, what happened is that you became more than a conqueror. She asked me, what does that mean? And I preached exactly the same thing I'm preaching to you. That you invited God to fight your battle. And you stand back and hold your peace. And God fought your battle and now you're not only a conqueror, you are more than a conqueror because you had nothing to do with it. I don't know who I'm preaching to today, but I believe with all my heart heaven is standing by to fight your battle. How will it work? I'll say this in conclusion. Proverbs chapter 8. Verse 17 explains exactly what you and I need to do. To move from less than conqueror to move beyond just being a conqueror to become more than a conqueror. The clue is in that one verse. He's saying all of these things we are more than conqueror but it didn't stop there. He said through him that loved us. Then the question is, who does God love If you can fit that bill, then you're a candidate for more than enough. And then the, the, the book of Proverbs, chapter 8, verse 17, tell you how you can fit him. It says the Lord loves those who love him. The reason why many of you. Have never graduated. To a level of more than conqueror. Is because you won from God. But you did not truly love God. In a few minutes I'm going to open the door of this church. If you're like me. You're tired of just being less than conqueror. And then the Lord helped you. You warm up to God. You find yourself in the land of conquerors. But today you are hearing God actually wants you to move to the next level. He didn't just say you're a conqueror. He said you are more than conqueror. How do you rise to that level? He said, if you will love me, I will love you back. He said, if you seek me, you will find me. But you know what's going on now in America? We seek God at our own convenience. We call upon him when we feel like it. We come to church when the weather is good. This morning, people called me and said, Pastor, I was going to come, but it's cloudy out there. I guess you didn't see the cloud because you all came. Another one called me and said, my hair don't look good. So today I'm not going to be there. But I want you to know I'm praying for you. If you really want to be more than conqueror. You've got to become fully persuaded. You've got to get to a point in your life. That God. It's not just an add-on. It's front and center in your life. The Bible said, submit yourself unto God. He said it will cause all your enemies, not some of your enemies. See, this is getting a little personal now. I am trying to tell you what has worked for me? What is working for me? You can no longer serve God out of convenience. There's too many issues, I There There's too many things that is happening in our world. Even with COVID, my wife and I, we, were, we, we went somewhere to eat, you know? I don't even remember the name of the restaurant. And then I came for a homegoing right here. And there was a covid nurse. A real nurse, not some make-believe. <laughs> and then she got up there. It's like she's been watching my schedule for the day. She said you can't even trust the restaurants you go. He said just because you wear a mask, don't make me, you're it. Just because you got fastening, you can get 10 of them if you want. He said, this coffee thing is real. You are fighting an enemy that you can't even see. He She said, many of the people who came for you in the restaurant, they are kind the virus. And I just came from restaurant. I say, you big dummy. <laughs> How am I gonna make it? I got to make God front and center. He is the only one that can see a virus that my naked eyes can see. I don't know how many of you, even in this church right now, are carrying the virus. I was talking to one of my sons in the Lord. I said, isn't it amazing we have never had a breakout of the virus in our church? Do you think I have an extra energy to prevent that? Do you think all of our protocols enough to stop that? He takes the grace of God so I'm going to ask you to stand to your feet and if you like me today you say I want to turn everything over to God I want to serve him more oh that I may know him in the power of his resurrection you're the one that I've been preaching to we go through these things Except the Lord build a house. All of our labor is in vain. I want to invite somebody this morning. If you say, I have a mountain. I'm believing God to help me too. If you say, I got to go to work. I don't know about your job, but on my job, many of them don't even wear masks. If I decide to beat people up, I'll be beating people all day. I come to church, I still have to deal with issues. I go home, I still have to deal with issues. I mean, the more I fight the devil, the more he comes back. So I finally get it. God is who I need. Somebody else is coming. Those of you at home live streaming, there's an 800 number under the screen call that number, there are ministers of the gospel that will pray with you I want God to move you to move me to that rightful place of more than conqueror. and when you get to that level you know what he said brother he said a thousand may fall is a ten thousand by your right is but us for you, you will see it, but it won't country. That's the best insurance policy against any virus. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the most high shall abide. The shadow of the Almighty. Is there somebody else? Let's sing that song. Victory in the name of
2: Jesus. Oh, yes, it's mine.
5: is back and you stay back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This enemy, we are fighting. We cannot win in our own ability. Even the government had no clue what to do. Everybody's just trying. I sat down in that retirement office and I was having a flashback and saw so many victories. So many breakthrough deliverance that God did for me for 20 years. Now I understand it's not by might, it's not by power, it's by His Spirit. Lift your hands towards heaven. Father God, I thank you. Thank you for every family before this altar. Even me, Lord, I belong to that altar. I just want to say thank you. For every victory, I say thank you. For every battle that was won, I say thank you. For all these things, thank you for your promise that we are more than a conqueror. Today as your servant on this side of Jordan, I decree and I declare in agreement with your word for everyone before this altar, we decree and declare you are more than a conqueror on your job, in your home, in your finance, in your health, with your children, with your family, With your business, in your pursuit, in your career, more than a conqueror. That's who you are in Jesus' name. I seal this covenant concerning you with the blood of Jesus Christ. And by faith, I decree and I declare no weapon against you it won't prosper whether it's in the natural whether it's in the spirit world it will not prosper I put you under the umbrella of almighty God you are blessed coming in you are blessed going out I pray that God will bless even the work of your hand and I thank you that the devil will not be able to do you any harm. Victory in the name of Jesus Christ. Victory in the precious name of Jesus. Today I stand in agreement with you and with the power of Almighty God that whatsoever you desire I shall pray with me I pray God will grant you the desires of your heart. Whether it's concerning you, whether it's concerning your children, your children's children, your job, your health, your family life, whatever is missing, I pray that God will make it right. I thank God with you today. It shall be well with you. In Jesus' name open your mouth, shout amen. Amen. Come on, you've got to learn to shout amen. Amen. Give God your loudest amen. amen. In Jesus' name. Let me encourage you before you leave today, give as the Lord prosper you. We have the ushers at the back of the church. Please learn to honor God in your giving. Those of you at home, you can join us in giving today on our website ladies and gentlemen there's an opportunity for online giving you can even give by your phone there's a number you can text and give for the glory of God and we have a QR in the lobby we have so many avenues for you to honor God with your giving so just follow protocol and watch God bless you. We appreciate all of you for being here today. Thank you, choir, for preparing the ground for your pastor. Amen. Amen. I even like that we look alike. This is good. Amen. We thank God for you. We appreciate your ministry. Keep on praising God. Serving the Lord will pay. Even right now, it pays to to serve God. And now may the grace of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ the love of God and the sweet communion of the Holy Spirit. I pray that He will rest with you. I pray that the Holy Spirit will rest upon you. I pray that He will lead you and guide you. I pray that the Holy Spirit will make your enemies to leave you alone. It is so. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 And amen. God bless you. If you're looking for a church home, the pastor will wait right here up front to welcome you to this great church. New members, come forward.